1: And welcome in everyone to another edition of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, along with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam. We begin this weekend, and we say thank you, as we are all eternally gra- grateful to those who have fought and served this Veterans Day weekend. And I know that um, it's very meaningful to everyone here at Thrive, um, and I thought it was a fitting way to begin the show.
2: Absolutely, Joe, and uh, you know we are. Obviously, high respect, high honor, high regard for all the folks, um, you know, that have served this country. We, I think all of us sitting at the table, you know, have relationships and, you know, family and friends and everything that have served. So it touches close and, you know, it's really important and we definitely honor those folks. Uh, We actually have, uh, you know, a staff member, General, General, Colonel. That would have been, he would have liked that actually probably, like that. but yeah. yeah, Colonel George Crestman, who served, uh, in the army, great guy, uh, great guy and major VFW host, mm-hmm. you know, uh, he runs one over here, I guess in Ambler or Springhouse and yeah, just, it's, it's awesome. Um, so, um, yeah, we're going to cover, we got a great show. I, I do want to send out also not only an honor, but a thank you to, we saw a ton of radio listeners this week at oh, our we workshops.
1: Did. Oh, nice.
2: Yeah, so oh, it's, it's just happening more and more and more. Um, it's it's kind of weird, you know, I guess, in, in, in a quasi, very, very, very quasi-celebrity-type situation. <laughs> people come up to you and say, hey, you're the guy on the radio.
1: You know what that is in radio lingo? What? Those fans of the show are in a category that they call P1s. So they're P1s, meaning they're fans of the personalities, all of you. They're fans of the program, and they enjoy meeting the personalities. So you're meeting some P1s out at the workshops. I'd love to hear that.
2: Yeah, that's, it's, well, you know, that's, it's cool. It's, it's, um, it's not weird in the sense that we don't like it. It's just we obviously don't view ourselves in yeah. any degree, you know, <laughs> tumbling, as tumbling. A, a, you know, yeah, yeah. It's 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 just different, you I know. Need to
3: convince my wife how to be a P one.
1: Well, well. <laughs> yeah, there
2: you go. Yeah, <laughs> but it is I'm awesome. forty
1: years in the business. My wife is not a P one. <laughs> she, she's not, not all. <laughs>
2: so, yeah. But we appreciate the feedback. You know, the commentary is great. People say, you know, we're, you, we're doing a great job on the show. It's a great service, lots of good information. So I want to thank all those folks, number one, who listen. I mean, that, you know, it's just absolutely awesome. And then more and more people that have been listening are coming out to the workshops to kind of see uh, in an intimate way how do we get into a deeper conversation. So if you're ever interested in doing that, you could just reach out easily, uh, give us a call at 215 798. 9088 uh, you go to our website thrivefinancialservices.com and you could register for one of the workshops or schedule an appointment to come in and you know visit with one of us and not a you know, there's not a better time of year right now. Like we're getting closer to year end. There's still things that are actionable. We'll be talking about them on the show today that can kind of set you up for a better tax
1: year in 2023. Yeah, and as we go into the breaks, just a reminder for the listening audience, you'll hear messaging in the commercial breaks of some of the upcoming workshops that you can get registered. Yeah, for. that's a
2: great point, Joe. Hey, just real quick, again, another crazy, crazy, crazy week out there. You know, we had consumer price index rate come out on Thursday. And it was better than expected by such a small margin, but it set the stock market into an absolute upward frenzy. Um, you know, I, I feel bad for people because it's like you know, it's like a whipsaw situation on a day-to-day basis. Do I go in? Do I not? Do I take my money out with some profits? Do I not? Do I do some conversion? Or do I not? You know, there's just a lot of moving parts happening right now, and it's coming very fast and furious. So you know, again, one of the benefits of working with the right type of a financial professional. Um, is that they can give you that awareness of what's happening. They can provide education so you can make the right decision. And if you're still kind of wondering what that right decision is, that professional can offer the leadership to walk, the, you, know, walk you through that process. And that's what we pride ourselves here at Thrive. You know, we take people through this you know, Thrive in Your Retirement type idea Uh, and break it down into little pieces so that people can see what they basically need to do. So there's just a lot going on. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit right before I hop into this in this segment. Um, Brett, why don't you hop in? I know you and I were talking a little bit. You wanted to cover uh, a small piece of what's happened out there as well.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna continue on your theme related to the inflation as well. But real quick, I wanted to take a quick moment and just educate our audience of a concept. It's called and if you're a Pennsylvania resident, it's called Pennsylvania EITC, and this is tax planning for 2022. Let me tell you what it's all about. Let's let's say for an example, you're making one hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars, and you're still working. You would owe the federal, or pardon me, the state of Pennsylvania, approximately about forty five hundred dollars in state income tax. But how the PAEITC EITC works? Um, maybe it's a um, a uh, Catholic school, maybe it's a Jewish school. It's it's typically funding higher education. You have the ability to make a contribution to one of those schools where, for example, and you receive 90% of your donations. Let me tell you what that means in reality. Make $150,000, you owe $4,500 to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania for regular state income tax. If you make a $5,000 contribution, say, to some Catholic school, you you can get a 90% credit for that donation to go directly against that tax bill that's due from the state. You owe nothing to the state. You can get the money that you paid in, back out. It almost seems like a no-brainer. Do you want the money to go to the Commonwealth or maybe somewhere that you may want the money to go directly? If you have questions about that, we're more than happy to answer uh, maybe some of those early questions. You can give us a call at 215-798-9088. Or again, just uh, go Google out there the PAEITC program, or maybe call one of those schools that you may have in mind, and they can describe and tell you how that works. The deadlines are approaching here, especially as we're at the end of the year. But I just wanted to throw that in there for our listening audience because I know a lot of people rather have money go in one Almost dollar for dollar. That's it. Almost dollar. And then the other 10% is a federal write-off for charity at the end of the day. So good stuff.
2: Karen, what are you going to be covering?
4: Um, Guess what time it is? Open enrollment period for Medicare. Has everybody seen the commercials? So I'm going to talk about Medicare.
1: Well, there are a lot of different commercials oh. all saying the same thing. Yes. Yeah. But I kind of feel like the messaging is different depending on which commercial you respond to. So, and very timely. A lot of information. Indeed. Out there. And, Joe,
2: um, I, I probably don't have time to cover this in this first segment, but there was a great news feed on you know one of the major networks uh, here in the city of Philadelphia talking about the city of Chester's employees will lose benefit, pensions, and medical insurance. Mm-hmm. So you know, you know, it's the tale of two cities. The best of times, it's the worst of times. The stock market frenzy is disconnected from the reality of what's going on on Main Street. And I want to cover this article uh, maybe in my last segment because this is something that could be coming your way. Uh, You may not live in Chester, but that doesn't mean this is excluded from Doylestown. You know, Fort Washington. Chester Springs, you know, you go through the name of the township. These things can be happening because of what's going on in the economy.
1: Do you want to stay with this article and, and, and do a minute or two on it and then I'll shave it on the back side or do you nah, want to come we'll, back? We'll cover
2: it one, yeah. We'll absolutely. come back on the other sure, side. This no
1: is Roadmap to Retirement The Radio Show, along with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam. As we go to the commercial break, remember about the workshops. You'll get messaging there. Brett Elam will kick us off on the other side back in a moment. Here are two opportunities in the month of November to get registered for an upcoming Thrive Financial Services workshop on November 15th at the William Penn Inn starting at 6 p.m. And then on November 16th at 7 p.m., you can get registered to go to the Montgomery Township Community and Recreation Center. It's that time of the year. Get registered. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com. And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, again, as David mentioned in the opening segment, we thank all of our uh, listeners who continue to tune in uh, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. And if you have not come out to a workshop, please consider doing so. As we've always said in the past, you will be more educated when you walk out of the door than when you walked into the door and that's a good thing. Brett, over to you.
3: So I want to uh, thank my colleague here, Karen, for correcting me and giving me a little bit more guidance. So I appreciate that <laughs> no as well. No problem. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> but as a reminder, from the first segment, I was just talking about the PAEITC program. Again, when you go on and find a little bit more information on the internet, I want you to do, do, do yourself a favor and put Pennsylvania Educational Improvement tax credit program. It'll take you directly to what you want to see because there's a lot of EITC out there. So please type in the Educational Improvement Tax Credit Program. And again, it's a way for you to have money go directly where you want it to go, and in return, you receive a tax credit from the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. It's a great program. I encourage everyone to look into that. Um, just uh, and you get to choose again where that money goes. And that's that's twenty-two donation, twenty-two credit year, same year. That's exactly right. Yeah. Again, and a lot of this, we have a couple weeks left in the years. you want to do, not waste any more time um, related to that. So great program. So I want to jump into again. Been a crazy week. I think. Uh, No matter what side of the fence you're on, I think everyone was expecting, quote unquote, that red wave to happen earlier this week. And what uh, is is looking like what's going to settle down is possibly a split Congress um, yet again. So on top of that, a couple days later, as David had just shared, you saw inflation numbers come in um, that were positive. And reading some of the headlines of what came from that, is the following, is is please understand, after the end of this past week, the S&P 500 is still down about 17% in this calendar year. Again, November, December of 21 was a little rough as well. And the NASDAQ is still off over 30%, even with the craziness here at the tail end of the week. And again, we're still headed towards the worst year that we've had in the market since 2008. And so some of the dominoes that they expect to come from that is maybe now um, they're not going to continue to increase interest rates like three-quarters of a percent, meaning the Fed, where maybe now they're going to start settling back um, at that half percent rate. But the thing that we need to start thinking about, again, again in December, is we finally might have that first opportunity to dial that back, but the pause is still far out into the future. Here's another one, uh, some of the headlines that are coming out from there. Again, it's great that we have some good news coming from the Fed president. But one month of data does not make a victory. And while pausing is not the discussion, this discussion is when are we inevitably going to step down? Here's another uh, uh, chief investment officer. And this was probably the one that uh, hit home more than anything in reading this one. Investors should be more concerned with the effect that rising rates into a decelerating economy has on their portfolio values rather than the current level of inflation. And again, we can call this the irrational exuberance with what's happening. Oh my gosh, inflation's finally in check. Now the markets are going through the roof. Pour it all back in. Pause. We talked about lagging and leading indicators. I'm going to talk about that, just trying to connect the dots yet again as well. And here's, about, and here's the last one, quote that's out there. Equities will love this, yeah, we saw that this week, and are likely to pick up the baton and keep running. Of course, that may make the Fed uncomfortable at the early stage in this disinflation process, so watch out for that double talk, otherwise we call that Fed speak, if equities get too frothy. Because what happened back in March, as they started to increase interest rates, it's almost like the stock market did not necessarily, pardon me, lose that momentum of where they were before. Let me take a quick drink. Um, Go break, right break, ahead, break, brother. Yeah.
1: That's the beauty of doing the program in real time. You can do that. I'll adjust. I'll yeah. fill 10 <laughs> seconds and I'll toss back to you. Yeah, the absolutely. <laughs>
3: so again, if, 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 if we see the uh, interest rates going up and it's not really taking the effect on the economy, the Fed's like, why do we have to slow down? So that's where we talk about that Fed speak of some of that double talk that is out there. But please understand where we're at right now, now that midterm elections appear to be over, We talk about deceleration of inflation finally here. That's if no more Fed stimulus packages get passed. There are still packages on the table. Remember, we're now approaching $32 trillion of debt. Less than three years ago, it was $20 trillion in debt. So the national deficit is still up 60% over the last three years and ticking. And if they continue to pass more stimulus money, and again, we've talked about this with what economists have said over the years, or pardon me, over the past couple of months, is it just continues to push out where we'll see finally that pause related to inflation. Again, we're starting to see now layoffs in Silicon Valley and Wall Street. We talked last week pretty much, and we saw it again this week, that more people in the mortgage refinance business, that'll work. Again, who's going to refinance their 3% mortgage to a 7% mortgage that's out there? So massive layoffs that are there um, um, with what's happening in the mortgage industry. And then when you understand the lag, because again, we haven't seen the full effect. And you saw some crazy reports, believe it or not, out of Idaho, one of the fastest growing population growth areas in the country, their housing starts coming to a halt. And I think that's a sign of things to come because when that housing momentum stops and all of a sudden construction workers out of business, it's that lag of the job layoffs. And again, when this one gentleman, chief investment officer from a private wealth management group, again, he said it, investors should be more concerned with the effect that rising interest rates into a decelerating economy has on their portfolio values rather than the current level of inflation. To me... That says it all. And it's being careful of that irrational exuberance because all the institutional investors that are out there, they're still betting against the market. So us as a consumer, we're getting back in. The smart people, the institutions that are out there, they're still saying that things are going to go backwards. So what's, what's great about right now? Well, if you said, man, I wish I got out when the, when the S&P 500 was at 4,000, you got an opportunity to look at that again. Because while it may look good for a couple days where emotion is, is at a high, again, when we get to uh, pulling all the pieces together from a rational standpoint, forget politics, let's talk about economics, is that understanding that we're not out of anywhere near of, of, quote unquote, that recession from happening. Again, those dominoes still have not happened yet. Again, when things stop today, you need to let what's already happened play out over the next three to six months. So the reason I share that is we have now about eight or nine weeks left in the year. And I just want to bring up that concept of, of partial Roth conversion. Because while we said we have hope that maybe tax rates will stay the same in twenty four and 25, 24, 2024 and 2025, we know in 2026 they're going up. And now with split Congress... There is that potential. Remember, September 30th of 2023 is the next time the federal government has the ability to change the tax code for 24, 2024, 2024, and 2025. And knowing that we've been in the lowest tax climate in the last 40 years. And then when you compound that on top of the federal deficit going up 60%, rates haven't stopped yet. Remember, we are not even hitting the pause button. We're just talking about slowing the acceleration of these interest rates. When you start connecting all those dots and those dominoes uh, pulling together, we really need to think about, and again, Ed Slot said it best, right now is the time to do it, is that if you believe the market's going to come back long term, and a lot of people do, is we got to make sense. We got to be an optimist when the market's down is right now is the time to do it, low tax rates and low values when he speaks about the markets. And what's he speaking about there? Again, if you believe the market is going to come back up, right now is the time to do it, low tax rates, low values. It's that Roth conversion concept because do you want the rebound to happen in a tax-free basis or on a taxable basis? And besides death, what's worse than paying taxes? More taxes. At the end of the day, it's the easy answer day in and day out. So again, while it doesn't feel rosy that the market is bouncing up and down, and over the past year, it's really been down, where everyone's down in that 20 to 30% range, we got to take advantage of those market conditions. So here is my encouragement. I've heard this Roth conversion conversation, and it's funny because we're all from the biggest nation in the world called procrastination, and it's amazing. We do these workshops in the fourth quarter, and people are like, can I get in yesterday? (laughs) There are people all over the place because now it's the last eight or nine weeks in the year. It's like, I need to get my planning done. You're like, you're absolutely right because we only have so many weeks left, and my encouragement is because people are trying to hire everywhere. I don't care if it's Vanguard, it's Fidelity, TD Ameritrade, wherever it is. Get your Roth conversion started sooner rather than later to ensure it gets executed in this year additionally. So again, how do we take advantage of a downward market in today's tax rates? We got to be considering that concept of that partial Roth conversion because during times like this, we can convert a greater percentage of our portfolio than we did a year ago. Doesn't feel good. The market went down. But you can convert a greater percentage of it. And when it comes back, it can happen in that tax And here's basis. what I
1: would add to that. I would say this. A conversation with you at Thrive about it will not only allow you to understand what a partial Roth conversion means, it will allow you to look to the future That's and understand the benefit of that decision. That is a great thing. It's the importance of what we call
3: forward tax planning. And what's forward tax planning? It's decisions that must be made in the current calendar year in order to set yourself up for tax efficiency, not only in the year that we're in, but for the years to come
1: as well. You know, one other thing I was thinking about when you were talking about that, and I don't want to take your time, but I was thinking, that popped into my mind. People on the doorstep of retirement or people that are about to retire who are still working for companies are the most vulnerable when it comes to layoffs and company cutbacks. That's a. Are you ready for that? Are because you? Set that's up. reality. Yeah. That,
3: are, are you set up? Are, have you looked at that? Do you have diversification in your taxes? Are you aware of? As David has been educating us over the last couple of weeks about GAT rates and pensions and the effect that's going to have. Like that's a. That's a. That's ringing the bell. Like people, I hope you're hearing these messages and you're at least being an advocate for yourself. And if you're not sure how to be an advocate for yourself, my encouragement is to give us a call because we're more than happy to advocate for you. Again, our telephone number is 215 798 9088. Again, if you're not sure what you should even be asking, give us a call. That's what we're here for complimentary, no charge. We're more than happy to meet with you. Again, our team is on standby and we know where everyone's at right now of wondering. Where do I go from here? It's what we do. It's what we love to do. It's pay it forward to the Delaware Valley.
1: Give us a call at 215 798 9088. And as we go into the commercial break, Karen Bazaar is up on the other side. But as we go into the commercial break, messaging again, just a reminder some messaging on where you can uh, plan to attend one of the uh, last remaining upcoming workshops. Go to Thrive Financial Services. Back in a moment. This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, we transition now into Karen Bazaar with a big topic today. Very important, very confusing, but one that many people, many of our listeners, want to be educated about. I think it's the most confusing topic that's in retirement. I could be wrong on that, but it is very confusing.
4: And... You know, we just got done with all those political commercials, and now I'm just noticing all the Medicare and Medicare Advantage. And again, there's all this information out there. Where do you get the right information? So, when we take a look at somebody's um, retirement, we take a look at the whole picture. We advise you on all the different moving parts of your retirement, and a very big part to ensure a solvent retirement is to make sure that your healthcare is in check so I'm just gonna go over some basic things that you need to keep in mind and you know I didn't really pay attention to it but as I get closer or I should say we get closer no, <laughs> to no, no, it's just you <laughs> Medicare I look at the commercials and I'm like oh my gosh that's gonna be me in like seven eight years like this is crazy mm-hmm. uh, but you know I uh, You need to know this information. So I think as you get closer, you start thinking, oh, maybe I need to pay attention. Um, So Medicare is, again health insurance or health care is a very big part of your retirement. Um, and that's a question that we ask and we focus on when we you come in for that first complimentary consultation where we take a look at the whole picture. Um, our, again, just a reminder, our numbers is 215-798-9088. And we also have a great re- website, Thrive Financial Services, Com. So, uh, yes, all these commercials are out there. All this noise is out there. Here, so Here's some things to remember. Um, the, this open enrollment period they're talking about for Medicare, it, it's uh, October 15th to December 7th. Um, but it's confusing, right? Open enrollment. So what does that mean? Well, this is what it doesn't mean. Um If you're not 65, say you're 64, and you're like, well, how do I apply for Medicare? So basically, three months before or three months after you turn 65 is when you need to sign up for Medicare. Um, And then some other facts about Medicare is you technically don't have to take Medicare Part B. As a reminder, there's four different parts to Medicare. There's Medicare Part A, which is your hospitalization insurance, which helps to cover inpatient care in hospitals, skilled nursing facilities, hospice care, and home health care. Then you have Part B, which is your medical insurance, which covers uh, services from doctors, outpatient care, home health care, medical equipment. There's uh, Part C, which is called the Medicare Advantage and then there's part D, which is your drug coverage. So they made it simple, <laughs> four different parts, you know? So not to confuse things more. But you apply for Medicare either three months before you turn sixty-five or three months after you turn sixty-five.
1: So if I'm if I turn sixty-five in the month of November, mm-hmm.
4: you'll get a notification if you're not on three social Three months Security before
1: already. November. Mm-hmm. And then I have up to three months after 65, so into the following year. But that's your window.
4: That's your window. But as a reminder, you don't even have to sign up for Part B if you don't want to. But here's the caveat. If you don't sign up for Part B because you don't want it, and then you decide you want it a few years down the road, you're going to be assessed a penalty for each Year, you didn't sign up for Medicare Part B. And that Medicare Part B penalty is forever. It's not just for one year or two years once you sign up. So that's really important to remember. Another thing to remember is if you're still working and you're 65 and you're on a great health care plan at your uh, current employer, or let's say you're on your spouse's um, medical medical insurance, then you sign up for Part B, but you just defer it. Say, I am on a Medicare accredited program. You have to send them proof and that's fine. You signed up. So when you're ready to take Part B, that's when you can take it. Um, And then what people sometimes forget is also there's a cost to Medicare. It's not free. So Part A, there's a there's no cost of Part A. However, Joe if you didn't do enough work credits then you actually have to pay for part a a lot of the people we deal with part a is free so part a is your hospitalization and then moving into the year of 2023 you're going to uh, the the cost for part b is now $164.90 per month per person so remember if you're a couple that's multiplied by 2 um, but if you if you make more than a certain income level, you're going to actually pay more for your Medicare Part B. That's something that people are not aware of, and that is called we like our acronyms Irma charges, which is income related monthly adjustment amounts. So let's say um, let's say that you are making ninety seven thousand dollars or less per year as a married filing jointly. I'm sorry, as a single person, Dave was was looking at me, as a single person, you're going to pay $164.90. If you're married and filing jointly, that income amount is $194,000 or less per year. You pay $164.90. Then as the income brackets go up, the Medicare premium part B goes up. Uh, The next income bracket is... um, I'm not going to give the numbers, but your next income level, you could be paying $230.80 a month instead of $164.90 a month. It's a lot of numbers that I'm putting out there, but if you don't understand this, um, when you're in retirement, this could be a shocker. You might think, oh yeah, we're going to each pay about $300 a month for Medicare and then Maybe you want to get a supplement. What is a supplement, right? A supplement is something that a private insurance company can offer you, and that will help cover costs that Medicare doesn't charge, doesn't cover. But then that's another $300 a month. So you need to understand that. And where this comes into play is there's a two-year look back. So let's say you're working two years ago in 2021 is what income they're going to look at for your, your Medicare premium in 2023, So, or what happens with people, sometimes clients come in before they see us and they just took a large distribution from an IRA. That's going to increase your income level. And if you're dealing with a financial advisor and not a financial planner... And you say, hey, I need to uh, put it... Before I retire, I want to take some money out of my IRA. Um, before I stop working and have income, I want to do uh, my bathroom. I've had that happen. So they took money out. And then two years later, they're first of all, the next year, they have the, the shock of the taxes that they weren't prepared for. And then, the, then they also get this letter in the mail, this IRMA letter, saying you're going to have to pay more for your Medicare. And technically, it's for the rest of your... Medicare life, right? but we can help you understand the parts of Medicare. We can help you understand how Medicare is going to play a part in your retirement future, and it's also going to help you. We also understand that what you do with the left hand, the right hand's going to pay for So we understand if you're going to do a Roth conversion, how is this going to affect my uh, Medicare premiums in retirement? If you've got the Irma charges, can you um, say, hey, guess what? Tell the government, uh, I am not making that income. It was just a one-time thing. So there's just a lot of moving pieces, and there's just so much information out there. That's just a tiny piece of what we do. But if you're uh, curious about how Medicare or how retirement's going to go for you, and you want to set up that complimentary consultation... Just give us a call, 215 798 9088. Check out our workshops. We're not doing any in December. So if you want to see them or come to one, you better take a look at them down on thrivefinancialservices.com.
1: You know, Karen, I did the math really quick on my phone just on the part B mm-hmm. part. So I was Good just girl. saying for a couple. So 164 times two, right? Times 12, mm-hmm. $3,957.60 additional dollars times however many years
4: right and that's just part b there's that's part, just part b. there's part d there's your supplement you
1: gotta have a handle on it god yeah. yeah you gotta understand it roadmap to good stuff roadmap to retirement the radio show we'll get to our final break david bizarre standing by back in a moment Here are two opportunities in the month of November to get registered for an upcoming Thrive Financial Services workshop on November 15th at the William Penn Inn starting at 6 p.m. And then on November 16th at 7 p.m., you can get registered to go to the Montgomery Township Community and Recreation Center. It's that time of the year. Get registered. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com. And welcome back, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. We hope you're enjoying the show, and we we don't want you to be confused. Sometimes when you put a lot of numbers out there, Medicare the name, the, the word Medicare is confusing. You start to add numbers to it, sometimes hard to follow along. You can go back and listen to the podcast, or just call Thrive Financial Services, David.
2: I think that's why you leave me for cleanup, because I'm the simple one <laughs> in the you equa- are. in the equation. I think you are. So I try to keep things down at you know. My level. Okay. Um, and by the way, I do want to point out, I didn't have to verbally correct Karen, but she kind of got it that it wasn't accurate. So. I
4: actually felt it. I felt it from <laughs> the left side of me. I felt the stare, you know? It was a stare.
2: <laughs> okay. Because a- yeah, we want accurate information. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you're listening also uh, to the break, we are doing two workshops, I believe, in December. They're both educational. They're not dinner seminars, but they're educational workshops. So those will be, that's all we're doing. In the month of December, our team was like, hey, we still have to do a couple. So we ended up doing that and add those in. Um, so, what I want to cover is something. Look, this was an article that came out um, on Thursday on 6ABC's website. And, you know, the headline was Chester employees could lose benefits, pensions due to city's financial concerns. Um, you know, financial concerns for municipalities is. Not something that is uncommon, right? Because one of the challenges, and this is the challenge for our federal government as well, we have lived in an environment for some time that has been very, very, very low interest rates. And when governments issue bonds, right, this is how the government borrows money from its constituents, just like a township and a municipality can do the same, because that's how they, you know, they build roads, they put in a power plant, they put in a sewer plant, whatever it is, they need to raise money to do that. They issue bonds for that. But the bonds that have been issued, whether it's treasury bills or municipal bonds, because interest rates have been so low for so long, we're not giving the governments the type of return on their investment to offset their costs. Right? So, you know, think about this for a second. If you owned a company where your expenses and your cost of debt was exceeding your revenues coming into that company, what would ultimately happen to that company? It'd go out of business. The difference that our federal government has, and this is the vicious cycle, is that they have the ability to print new money to cover those things. And as we print new money, because I really want to put people on notice, when you were hearing Brett talk, and he mentioned the word pause, you really have to understand, and he said this, one month does not create a trend. So a lot of economists are expecting that even though the CPI came down, and it came down at a very, very, very small percentage doesn't mean next month it can't go back up and basically kind of obliterate that inflation is now in check. Now, in addition to that, in check at 7.9% compared to the Federal Reserve's target of 2%, yes, maybe the Fed will get a little less aggressive and only do a half a point increase each time now. Instead of 0.75%, but they're still increasing. And there's no slowdown in the increase as far as the amount of increases that they anticipate because their target is 2%. So, with inflation still there, the cost of things going up, when these municipalities don't have, they only have two choices increase taxation to get more revenue in or cut spending. And unfortunately, where Chester wants to cut spending, Listen, it says, frustrations are growing in the city of Chester, Pennsylvania, over the possibility that hundreds of workers could lose their pensions. You know, people think, I have a pension. I'm, horrible. It's, it's, it's horrible. You know, it's guaranteed. It's no worries, right? A meeting was held at Chester City Hall uh, Wednesday night to discuss the issue. The standing room only crowd of current and past city Chester. And that's the other thing. Current and past it's not like, "Hey, I'm safe because I retired, and this thing is guaranteed forever." Hey, if something runs out of money, they can't pay it anymore, That's the end of it. It's just that simple. Um, you know, eliminating retiree health care, cutting the city's cost for active employees' medical benefits, and reducing or eliminating the city's pension and debt service costs are potentially on the block on the chopping block. The issue right now is Chester faces a $46.5 million deficit next year on a $55 million budget. So, you know, this resonates, right? It cascades down, it cascades up. It includes federal, state, and local. But on the other side, it also includes corporate Right, we're seeing things that are happening on the corporate side. Major, like there comes at a point in time where you have to kind of t- look. I know this isn't the greatest news, but it's better to understand. Right, be aware. It's what we pride ourselves: making awareness, getting educated, and finding the proper leadership to guide you through darker times. We will go into a recession. We will go into a recession. It's just the fact that. The Fed is on the path that it is. And, and look, unfortunately, just like politics, there's ego involved at the Fed. This man is trying to do the best job he can do. It doesn't necessarily mean he is doing the best job. And he was off by a mile in predicting how this was all going to play out he will not put himself back in that situation of easing up on the accelerator of increasing interest rates until he hits his mark. You could think whatever you want to think and you can listen to whatever yokel is on TV, you know, screaming from the top of the mountain that the market's back on track. They want you to think that because they need institutional money needs to sell to other people. And they want to sell to people who are on a high that the market's going to keep going up. They're dumping their crap because they know at some particular uh, point, the bottom's going to fall out. The question for you is, are you going to allow that to happen to you? There's too much writing on the wall. I'm reading you an article that you can all relate to. This is 6ABC. This is Chester City. Again, like I said earlier, which township's next? It's happening. Tax revenues aren't, hey, I don't want taxes to go up but with inflation going up and things costing that much more i mean dramatically more that's the only option so it begs the question what do i do right do i go it alone do i hire a financial professional so you know there, there in this space there's really two options for you one is a financial advisor one is a financial planner what's the difference right because those terms get tossed around a lot um The terms advisor planner are often used kind of interchangeably, but there are distinct differences between the two types of financial professionals. Um, There are many different types of advisors. They each offer their own set of strategies and services as well as their own specialty. Most of them have passed certain types of licensing exams. Um, The typical one is issued by a regulatory authority called FINRA. Which is the Financial Institute, uh, Financial Industry Regulation Authority. And that's like a series six or a seven exam license. And that gives them the ability to kind of be in the commission side of the financial advisor, helping people pick stocks and bonds and mutual funds and charge a commission for that. And then there are people who go to the fiduciary side and get a series 65 or series 66. Um, and that's, for, that's required to have that license to be considered what's called a registered investment advisor. And that puts you in the fiduciary category. And on top of that, some financial advisors are also financial planners. So they may have gotten certified with a CFP or chartered financial consultant, so on and so forth. Now, financial advisors typically charge an annual fee for their service. Some also charge commissions, like I said earlier, on products that they sell, such as mutual funds and annuities, right? So, mutual funds and annuities have charges built into them. And the fees can actually vary greatly, um, but they tend to range from about a half a percent up to about one and a half percent, depending on services offered, complexity, things of that sort. Uh, And that is typically for the amount of money that's being managed by that advisor. And then sometimes on top of it, there could be commissions as high as 6%. On other types of financial products um, that they may be selling separately in a transaction. So you know, while financial advisors and financial planners work with clients and provide helpful advice, um, there are some key differences for the two. So, for example, while many financial advisors uh, assist clients over a long time, a uh, long period of time, some only help clients with specific transactions or investments. Right. So like you know if you if you're looking for basic help on picking an investment portfolio and when to buy and when to sell a financial advisor's role would probably be best suited if that's the limited scope of work that you're looking for if you're looking for a longer term situation, right, so thinking that's more complex, so not only investment strategy or decisions, but creating budgets, looking at healthcare costs, all of those things that Karen talked about, all the things that we've talked about at the show, the complexity of a complete retirement, then a financial planner would be best suited because they're taking all the aspects into consideration, giving advice based on that. So, you know, folks, things, we covered a lot today and there's a lot of stuff going on. It may be getting close if you're not working with a financial professional yet. It may make sense to just start interviewing, get comfortable with the process, and maybe get closer to a decision that it might be time to get the guidance that you need. The easiest way to do that is go to one of our workshops or give us a call at 215 798 9088 and schedule a complimentary appointment to come in. Put us through the interview process. There's no pressure. Just put us through an interview.
1: Let me put the disclaimer on that statement. If you want to work with Thrive after that process, you must ask Thrive Absolutely. to work with them. It's great stuff. Good stuff. Good segment. Really meaningful stuff. That's going to do it for this edition of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show on behalf of David Bazaar on behalf of Karen Bazaar, on behalf of Brett Elam, and all of those in the military who have served. See you next time, everybody.